Hey. Hey, what's up? What is up? I'm Roy Scheider. I am others. And we're the cast of Sorcerer. Yeah, we are. <laughs> uh, no, my name's Grayson. This I'm is, Elijah. This is Elijah. Elijah. Grayson. Yeah. I'm, I'm Grayson. Yep. Don't get uh, us confused. We get mixed up a lot. Yeah, when I talk like this. Yeah, yeah when I copy when Grayson I like this. We actually do. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> uh, well, yeah, I mean, please enjoy <laughs> this podcast listening sensory audio experience. Yes. We are going to be talking about, of course, 1977's, right? Sorcerer. Yeah. William Freakin. William Freakin, R.I.P. King. R.I.P. We're going to be talking about other movies. Talk about Hobbits. What we did this week, The Hobbit. We talked about some spooky. Spooky. X-Men. Spooky, but kind of, yeah. <laughs> that's a fucking spooky movie. Yeah, it is. Brian Singer. Brian, ooh, yikes. Ooh. I forgot Brian Cox is in that sometimes. Yeah, yeah. he is. It's crazy. That's crazy. Pre-succession. Who does he play? William Stryker. What? Yeah, he's the main villain. Brian Cox is so interesting because he is someone who is in every movie. Yeah, but you have no idea. But uh, before Succession, I was like, oh, there's that guy. Yeah. I never really thought, you know. Yeah. And now it's like, holy shit, that's Brian Cox. Oh, and he's there too. And yeah. He's there too. That's probably the best thing that's ever happened to his career. Literally. It tied it all together. What, Anyways. What do Mormons... Monkeys, X-Men, Rugby, Ooh. and Porterhouse Steaks have in common? Uh, the answer is less problematic than you'd think. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned <laughs> for our episode <laughs> of Unreeled. Unreeled. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let's yeah. just jump right into it. Refresh. We, okay. William freaking Friedkin. Okay. <laughs> Bill, as I like to call him. Yeah. R.I.P. To a legend. Very recent rip. Well, very recent. Well, like last year. A couple months ago. Yeah, a couple months. And it was a big one. Like It was right before The Believer came out, wasn't mm-hmm. it? Yeah, and what's interesting is I had seen more movies from him than I thought that I had. And I was more, like, he's done way more than I thought. And I yeah. never really put a name to it. Yeah. He has the filmography of, like, your average Spielberg you know, you're like, yeah, he really does. Like, auteur, like, amazing, versatile, cutting edge, but a lot less of the recognition. Mm-hmm. And I think when he died, people were finally looking and saying, oh my God, like, look, he's amazing. Look at this body of work. Look at this aura. 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 <laughs> As the French would say. Mm-hmm. 100%. Yeah. 100%. 100%. 100%. Um, <clears throat> Sorcerer. 19. 87. 87? I made that up. I don't know. I thought it was 72. I don't even know what year that is. To be honest with you. Is it 72? I think it's 72. I could be a little wrong. It could be 78. Maybe so. Maybe you flipped it around. Maybe we're bit. stupid. Let's see. Sork. Erk. Er. 77. Hey, we were, right. we were close, though. Yeah, sort of. Um... Okay, yeah, so Sorcerer is... Hold some notes up. Sorcerer, if you hate yourself, your nerves, uh, your soul, you would double feature Sorcerer with Uncut Gems because yeah, that is a -a one-of-a-kind nail-biter, or so I thought until I watched Sorcerer. I've never seen Uncut Gems. Really? Yeah. Nail-biter. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. I really do want to see it, though. The the safties. Yeah, that's the sound of me biting my my nails. 
Yeah, they can't see you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> well. Okay. Um. Yes. So, we've been watching movie for a long time because mm-hmm. you bought it like about months it ago. Yeah, it was five bucks. So I picked it five up. Bucks, I pick said, I said, oh, and it was right around the time he died. I said, okay, I'll watch. Yeah, this. it was like right after he died. Yeah, and everyone that I follow on Letterboxd had all at once reviewed that movie. And they're like, this is yeah. his masterpiece. Yeah, and I'm like, it's not. You know, the French Connection. It's not Hunted with Benicio del Toro. Kind of a controversial movie, but I love that movie. Of course, I think it's so well done. Um, yeah, it's not The Exorcist, which would be like his highly regarded, I think, piece. It's so crazy his his range. Yeah, and we have Cruising, the gay slasher mystery Mm -hmm. film. I haven't seen Cruising. I own it on DVD, Blu-ray. Sorry, I tried to hold you. At a moment, yeah. (laughs) You can even see it. The laptop's blocking it. Yeah, um, we both gestured at the same time, and it, it turned into a handhold. Right, we interlocked our hands. Yeah, kinda. Yeah, kinda. Um, one thing that's at the heart of all of his films that I've seen is kind of um, a a systemic existential dread. Like, yeah. like sorcerer, right? Like these people are dehumanized by a system that's greater than them for less than anything, and it's all futile, anyways. Mm-hmm. Hunted, you know, PTSD, war crimes, uh, overcoming that. Can you? You know what I mean? Um, the Exorcist, of the course, is supernatural. Back then, like being any kind of demonology on yeah. screen was deemed like. What's so weird about The Exorcist is that might be his most hopeful movie that I've seen. It's the it's yeah. the only one that kind of ends well, and it's not. It doesn't really end well, but it ends with like sacrifice, self sacrifice to to save people to help people yeah, and cruising and also didn't that. have a happy ending no I, I haven't seen it so that's a it spoiler oh <laughs> it's, it's got an ambiguous ending kind of like this one kind of yeah. does yeah so i'm kind of leaning to the i like that yeah um i haven't seen the french connection i want to saw it. i love gene hackman yeah um, yeah he's great gene hackman, love gene hackman. amazing you know a movie i saw of his that i really like hmm. that i like i really want to buy like a, a blu-ray of it because it's so good hmm. i had to find it but it's one of my first Gene Hackies. And I, I also haven't seen To Live and Die in L.A. I do want to watch that one. I've heard... I've heard it's really homoerotic. I've heard Bug is one of his favorites that he made. And isn't he, that with, while isn't they that were editing it... It's got Michael Shannon. Yeah, that's what I thought. While they were editing it, he was like, no one's going to fucking like this movie. It's perfect. <laughs> He's like, this movie's going to be not popular. It's called Night Moves, this one. Night Moves, yeah. Um... Not remade, but we remember we got it confused with the one that our Our Lady did. Miss um, I'm oh like Kelly Reinhardt. Yes, yes, Miss Reinhardt. Reinhardt? How do you say it? Reinhardt. 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 I think Reichardt, so. Yeah. Yeah. I said Reinhardt. Yeah, because she has a night moves too. But this one, so good. Mm-hmm. I I found it one day on Criterion. I just watched it. In love with it. Yeah. Need to watch it again. Um, French Connection. I almost watched, but I just didn't have time. It's it's not long. It's like an hour four minutes. Yeah. I mean a minute and four. I mean an hour hundred and four minutes. Damn. Killer Joe. I never seen that one either. Me neither. What is he in that? It's a Texas like Matthew McConaughey. Oh wow. Uh, Emil Hirsch. Gina. Oh, wow. Gina Gershon. Thomas Hayden Church. Juno Temple. You're joking. No. When did that come out? 2011. I'll watch that soon. It's a cop who moonlights as a hitman agrees to kill the hated mother of a desperate drug dealer in exchange for a tumble with a young man's virginal sister. Ew. 
Sounds very like Fargo esque, except I'm sure it's. It looks here. dirty. Look at it. Look at the yeah, look at the banner here. I'm down to watch that. Yeah, I'm very down. Oh, and I saw I saw I Jade his his erotic thriller mm-hmm. during erotic thriller month. I did that. Did you like that one? It was okay. It was okay. It was okay. I just think I watched like ten in like one month, so they all kind of blended together. Yeah. yeah. Boys in the that. band, the the gay one about the boys oh. in the band. It's kind of like the boys in the boat. Kinda. Except gay. except they're gay. Yeah, and there's no Hitler. There's no Hitler live reaction that we know of. Yeah. Yeah, he's got a he's got a great a great filmography. Yeah. Good on him. Good on him. Good on him. Rest in peace. May God rest his soul. Yes. When did he die? Does it say on Letterboxd? Uh, twenty twenty three. I think it was in October. August. August seventh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Time flies. It really does. Yeah. And I've been meaning to watch Sorcerer since then. And look at us. Thank you. Thank you, Roulette. Yeah. Yeah. Finally got us there. And you know what? It's one of those movies that I don't think I would have eventually ever yeah. really sat down and watched. It's just like, unless it was, I had a reason. Or something. Myself, you know? And I'm so glad I did. No, me too. I what? loved this movie. It was gripping. I couldn't look away. Yeah. I didn't want to. I was entertained. I was also horrified. Yeah. Like every second, every single set piece, It. we talked about this while we were watching it uh, briefly. There was an aside <laughs> where it's like, it's pretty simple. And yeah, and each set piece is even pretty simple, and it's like, get this from here to here, and it'll blow up if you fucking <laughs> bump. I think there were a total of what four explosions, and then a fire mm-hmm. when they when they lit that truck on it fire. Was beautiful, gorgeously shot, gorgeous, and the it's like, this is seventy seven. You're shooting on film, all practical effects. You've got a all real over the oil world. File fire, just the way that it's, and his use of, like striking images mm-hmm. with music that is non-diegetic is yeah. really interesting. Yeah. Um, that gun, right away, we were th- there's an explosion, and then it, it's just this weird like side profile of a gun driving down a street, and it's playing this like synth-heavy... Yeah, by tan- it's by Tangerine Dreams. It's so strange. It is, because they don't do it a lot. They do, they do it there and the very end. Mm-hmm. It feels like a proto-version of what is in like a lot of the movies that Johnny Greenwood works on mm-hmm. um, from Radiohead. Uh, he did You Were Never Really Here, mm-hmm. uh, amazing movie, and it's got those same, and it's like, here's a striking image, and here's this like bassy, synthy, you know, liquid soundtrack to kind of yeah. propel that scene. So interesting, it really sticks with you. Um, um, what what a picture! The I characters. Mean, there's there's a lot. There's a yeah. lot of things that I think he did really well with this. Well, you can do a lot of readings of it. You know that. Yeah, it's, there's it's, so it's, many. It's purgatory. In a that way. ending. It's, it's torment. It's hell. The last twenty minutes, we were both just like, oh. "What the yeah. fuck is going on?" Yeah, as madness kind of overtook him. Yeah, and it's crazy. And it's great to see how like makeup, their makeup, mm-hmm. was like a also like a transcending story into like. Yeah, madness. I mean, we were going along with it, like you can obviously see, like yeah, absolutely, they're like the ghosts a little bit. Them. Yeah, like corpses. Ghosts, mm-hmm. Like that was so good. Poltergeist in a way. Um, it really was so good, and they're they're haunted. They're you know, it's haunted by their crimes, their past, their past, and their future. I mean, so I like how every character is almost very ambiguous. Because mm-hmm. remember the guy who was like who hired them? We were like, mm-hmm. he's evil. We hate him. Yeah, he was not. No, he did nothing. I mean, he I mean, obviously, he's, but like at the end, he really didn't do anything bad. He was and he wasn't. I mean, that's kind of one of the readings, too, is like that the, I mean, it's the wages of fear. The capital system yeah. has like reduced them. The imperial system has reduced them to like literally nothing more 
than than ghosts most of them literally and uh all in the name of like like wages that are are like not even like they're life-changing because of where they are yeah and and what they've had happen but man it's interesting and and what i love is that again these set pieces are relatively simple too like it's a simple premise simple set pieces and then friedkin executes it just with so much panache and he's like there's all these moving parts like the bridge scene famous scene and you're like, what's going to give first? Because everything's going wrong. Yeah. Everything's yeah. bad. There's a guy who's like halfway in the water. There's a, a, a beam above his head that's falling over. The, win- the, the, the winch is attached to a thing that's coming out of the ground. The rope's about to break. The b- thing's going to break. There's a tree pressing in. The dynamite the in the back of the... blow up. That's so crazy. <laughs> and all of this is happening at the same time, and it's balancing it perfectly you're on the edge of your seat and you're like oh my god what's gonna happen but they're damned either way yeah like, like i was like well i don't even i even told you before i'm like oh that's fine i don't care about these guys i don't like them as much as the other truck and yeah I you still did, i was yeah. like no <laughs> drive please <laughs> and i love the practicality of everything because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. i mean this movie does not shy away from like gore and mm-hmm. like the disturbing images yeah like during the the rig the oil explosion the, the first one the big one where like you see limbs going places yeah. bodies being charred yeah. and of course the very impactful scene where they bring it back to the village and of course the riot happens what a scene the part okay i got chills crazy. a little bit boom 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 they're hitting on things they're ah, like freaking out it's a riot right they unwrap the bodies silence falls over the crowd Everybody yeah stands there and then it breaks out again after they get the bodies out what a scene. Oh, no one else so is good. shooting it like that. I know it wasn't written like that on the script. That was genius. It was genius. Because the, the first bodies came out and they were like still intact. Yeah. They were identi- identifiable. Yeah. These bodies crisp, burnt, yeah. charred. Yeah. And like hearing like cry. And like, you know what? The crazy thing is this happens probably now. Oh yeah. Like bodies like government, like oh, yeah. they don't care about these like like these third world world people. Mm-mm. Underdeveloped nations. Yeah, and these like bodies and you know they overworked them, and mm-hmm. it's 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 sad. It's insane. It's sad. I mean, there's there's slavery in, in a lot of nations. Saudi Arabia has just active slavery. Yeah, the Congo slavery. Yeah, um, slavery persists to these days. And this isn't even slavery. This is wage slavery. It's slavery. Yeah, but it's it's even still like it's crazy how fucked the world is. It really is. It's crazy. It really it's really sad, but. Um, that scene was one of, those, one of my favorite scenes, I think, because that was... Yeah, yeah, that definitely stuck with me. Um, I loved how procedural a lot of it was. Yeah. Instead of just being like, you know, any other movie, they'd be like, okay, big tree in the way, we need to uh, clear it, oh, we can't clear it, okay, well, let's blow it up. Okay, they would just, like, throw a stick at it of of nitroglycerin and blow it up. Yeah, and this one they set up an elaborate like yeah. like system with pulleys and counterweights, and they do it practically, and it shows you all of it, and it walks you through it, and you feel and the payoff, the tension, and the payoffs there, and it's so good, and it and it actually endears you to these characters, and it's right before they they literally get comfortable because of it. They're yeah, like, okay, yeah. we can do this. And they're talking about their futures and their pasts and how those things are the same for them, ideally. Yeah. And then they loot. They're lost in the present. 
It's crazy. I think it's crazy how like they they all hated each other. They all didn't want to work. Yeah. They were all kind of like resentful of each other. And the minute yeah. they start to be like even ask about each other, yeah. And and dead. I spent the whole movie saying, oh, he's gonna betray him. He's gonna yeah. double cross him. Yeah. He's gonna do this. They didn't. No. They were there for each other to the end. They were forced to work together. Yeah. It, it plays with your concept of, of trust and character. It does. Who are these people? We don't trust them because they've done this. But we don't know their motivations for any of that. Any of them. Yeah. Uh, except except our Roy Scheider, why do you rob a church? That's very interesting. Mm. Why do you rob a bank? Because money. Why do you rob a church? Money. But like, why a church? Like, what's yeah. going on there? Yeah. You know what I mean? Um, is this, does he think it's an easy target? Is it personal? You know what I mean? Yeah. We don't know their motivations, any of them. We yeah, because they're why given the like French guy mm-hmm. was in hot water. We don't know what he risked at all. It yeah. wasn't explained. Yeah. We don't know why the uh, Veracruz guy, the Mexican guy, yeah. did the hit. Yeah. We don't know why the Arabic guy blew up. There's there's systemic issues, but it's like, why did they personally mm-hmm. do that? And I like that it does play with your expectation of like, oh, they're just bad people because they're shown doing bad things. Mm -hmm. But sometimes people don't have obviously bad reasons, for example. And um, so I I did like that because we do. We're we're both like, oh, he's going to betray him. He's going to kill him. And we were really like thinking about that. Yeah. But in the end, they probably pulling out knives and guns and shooting at each other. Yeah. It's never like it's somehow like not hostile yeah in a way yeah it, you expect it to be and it's not necessarily it's such an interesting character study i think it's the perfect link to two hours like on the dot exactly yeah and there's a lot of movies that are two hours that feel a little too long mm-hmm. there's a lot of movies that feel two hours that are a little too short yeah this one was just it's the pacing was perfect i think it also because they split it literally in half the first half you get to know the characters and the second half is literally them getting the nitroglycerin to the bomb and it felt long that back half that last hour it flew by but it felt long i was like every second i felt yeah but it was like gripping i I wasn't like oh my god it was kind of like anatomy of a fall yeah anatomy of a fall i felt it felt longer than it was. Mm-hmm. And it's a long movie. But I was so hooked in. Like, I couldn't... Like, I didn't want to look away. I wasn't yeah, like, yeah, when yeah. is this over? You know what I mean? I wasn't like, how much longer? You know? Yeah, because like, cause you have the first bridge set up, mm-hmm. and you have a second bridge set up, and then a third bridge, mm-hmm. and then you have the tree. Like, every time you get somewhere closer, it like, mm-hmm. them trying to figure out the problem takes forever. Mm-hmm. Like, it's so anxious, and it's... Set piece after set piece after set great. Piece like they don't like piece. people don't show on location like this anymore. Like they no. they literally scouted places in South America to find. Yeah, mostly um, shot in the Dominican Republic. Mm-hmm. That I read it takes place in um, Colombia. Yeah, um, some of the geopolitical stuff. Most of it's left pretty ambiguous. So you know, but there's a lot of background stuff about you know the liberal dictator of, which is you know a conundrum. Yeah. Um, and of of Colombia in that time, um, there's obviously you know topical an Arabic person, one of the main characters, who is who blows up a a, a site a religious site in Jerusalem, mm-hmm. like little things like that. And you're like, damn, like. And then again, like hitting a priest. Yeah. Which you don't think about that. And then the first one, the the one in Mexico, doesn't really. Yeah. How many important, I think. Yeah. 
Yeah, um, that was interesting. His That's character was his character was a little. He was like the least fleshed out, and I think that was on purpose to make you trust him less. Yeah, because he because as much as the Frenchman is kind of a main character, as much as they're all main characters, Roy Scheider is like, yeah, he's kind of our he's us. character. Yeah, and it, he, if he's riding in the same vehicle, and he has a gun, and we've seen him kill someone, and we're like. What is he willing to do? What is he not willing to do? Mm-hmm. I mean, his whole presence there, he, he didn't pass the test to be in the truck with them. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. he, he he shouldn't have been on that truck. And it's implied he did kill the Nazi. Do it. Yeah, it's good that he killed the Nazi. Yeah. And that was one of the things that I'm like, I don't know how well that's aged. The Arabic guy is friends with the Nazi because anti-Semitism. <laughs> like, they both, <laughs> you know, have, are yeah. tied by yeah. that. It's like, fuck, like. That's kind and of he calls him a Zionist, though. Yeah. Remember, he he kills him. Yeah. He's like, "You're a Zionist pig." Zionist pig, yeah. He's like, and I'm like, that's a little reductive, given what we know about. Yeah, we don't know anything about any of them, yeah. especially that guy. What a film! Beautiful greens, a lot of greens, a lot of greens. Uh, Beautiful the rain, the way that they did rain, it was oppressive, and 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 dirt in the end, it became like this moon-like structure. The two hundred, you know. Miles became two thousand, and we're all confused. And there's bodies and blood and, and stumbling. And what the hell, you know? Yeah, it, I like how it really does go from like green, like the beginning of the journey, into, into desolation. Mm-hmm. And we have the rain, and we have all this. It's a and it perfectly, purposely <coughs> loses you in as he loses his mind, sort of. Yeah, like he he succumbs to madness. We're left completely out in the wind as an art, as viewers. It's like, what is happening? Mm-hmm. Which is so important that disorientation, because that's what he's feeling in his art point of view character. A lot of movies fail to communicate that well, madness in general, because they're like, the scenery, the characters, the set piece is all stable. Mm-hmm. Whereas that character is suddenly crazy, and you're like, okay, whoa, he's crazy now, but you you're still observing it from like a point of stability. But to uplift the scenery, to have things fade in and blend, cracks of lightning and and dust, and where are you, and and to take away your sense of distance and time and space and life itself, to take those things away from the viewer, and, and to uproot that stability. You yourself feel liminal and spaced out and like half mad. You're like, what's going on? That is brilliantly executed. So many movies fail to communicate madness properly, insanity properly. It's yeah, interesting. I think because also I feel I felt kind of insane too. We were both like, what is going on? Where are they? Yeah. What is happening? I was like, has he been dead for this whole like, time? Yeah. You're saying that. I was like, when did he die? Wait, wait, wait. When did he? Because he's in purgatory now. Like, yeah. This is definitely like yeah, purgatory. Really, he's, he's definitely a ghost, dead. He's a corpse. He's a and we thought it was just going to end right there. Yeah. Because it, it, it went to black. It kind of smashed to black. It's like, yeah. oh, shit. Is that the end? That would have been a crazy ending. Yeah. I like I like the, the what they had after that. Though. Yeah. Um, it was good. I, I wonder if they thought about ending it there. Maybe. That would have been interesting. I think, I think so because I was reading the Wikipedia and like they're – uh, split up into like three chapters. Like the mm-hmm. act one is being the characters, act two is life in where they're at, and act three is the journey. And that last part is called the epilogue. Epilogue makes sense. So they might have been able to like, yeah. So that technically like could have yeah. Very interesting. Speaking of endings, that ending. Yeah, yeah. I knew I could. I thought it was gonna end where he was just staring at us. Yeah. 
And then he kept talking. I kind of knew it couldn't work out, and I think he knew it couldn't work out. Yeah. And I forgot about the characters that came to visit him in the first place. And he was acting strangely, and part of that is he had lost his mind, but he had told the old man he would go to Managua for him and and Mm -hmm. sleep with the strippers in Managua or whatever. And then whenever they're like, oh, you should go to Managua, he's like, nope. (laughs) No. Can't do it. Not for me. I don't understand this character. Yeah. You know, he can't go home. He can't go to Managua. He can't go anywhere. What is he doing? He doesn't even want to get on the plane. Where's the plane going? He yeah. won't have any money unless he gets on the plane. And I kind of thought, he's like, oh, the guy will exchange your yeah. check for cash. I mean, he's going to kill him there. Like, you yeah. know, I knew something was going to. I was like, it's a setup in some way or another. And no, it goes back to his old life. Yeah. It caught up with him. Consequences. And it's interesting too because it wasn't even like like he didn't even do the thing yeah, that he the guys wanted to kill him for. Yeah. Followed him all the way down there. He's just the one that got away. Yeah. He was betrayed too, which is crazy. And that car crash was insane. It was crazy. They really went it took twelve takes apparently. Yeah. I mean, it looked amazing though. It did. Everything looked phenomenal. Yeah. Every explosion. It was all practical. That's so crazy to me. I'm like, how is this not his Fitzcarraldo, you know? Yeah. How is this not like, you know, at the behind the scenes story is probably. I wish we had time insane. to watch behind the scenes because I really want to know more about yeah. this. Uh, can't believe this flopped because it came out when Star Wars came out. Well, I mean, obviously. Yeah. Yeah. And people were probably like, where's all the magic? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorcerer. Sorcerer. It is a strange name. Um, <laughs> I think it's very compelling and interesting. And there's it's a named quote, after just one there's of a quote that he said about it. Let me see. I have it pulled up. Well, I have the source for mm-hmm. as well. But um, let's see. He said titles and themes. So Freakin thought the titles, wait, thought the title fit within the general theme. The sorcerer is an evil wizard, and in this case, the evil wizard is fate. The fact that somebody can walk out of their front door in a hurricane can take them away, an earthquake, or something falling through a roof. And the idea that we don't have any control over our own fates, neither our births nor our deaths, is something that has haunted me since I was intelligent enough to contemplate something like that. Hmm. I can see that. There's also the level of, like, Dude's Rock. Like, that's a cool-ass title. It is a sick-ass title. And Lazarus would have been a cool title, too. Yeah. And Lazarus I don't think Wages of Fear would have been a cool well. title. No, Wages of Fear, I wouldn't be like, oh, let's go watch Wages yeah. of Fear. Yeah. So Lazarus and Sorcerer are kind of, like, mm-hmm. Wages sick. of Fear fits probably better of all three of them yeah lazarus wouldn't have really fit because lazarus is about rebirth uh and redemption and and being born again like literally yeah, 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 yeah risen from the dead and that kind of is almost there but you know you could say zombies you know like the idea of like in a way he did die yeah like his and soul he was driving definitely. Lazarus, which is interesting. Yeah, because the uh, the other ones were driving Sorcerer. Mm-hmm. That mm-hmm. one blew up, which is crazy. Even that, even that, that scene. Even though we like the tire popped instantly, we were both like, yeah. our jaws were dropped. Yeah, and I even kind of called it. I was like, oh, now that they're comfortable, now that they're talking yeah. about what they're gonna do with the money, you know, what they, you know, that's when they never get comfortable after all of the horrible shit that they went through. Now they just have to drive just right there, right there. So they're close. so close. But no, we. Mm-mm. 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 
It's kind of sad. That's kind of sad. Futility and and yeah, source. Because after like after the just take you like that. after they blew up the tree, you're kind of rooting for them. Mm-hmm. You really are, and they together they feel bonded. Yeah, yeah. And what's interesting is, he's thinking, you know, fuck those guys. They won't get over the bridge. Mm-hmm. I'm. We're gonna split the. We're gonna have twenty thousand, twenty thousand. It's gonna be amazing. And I'm thinking he's gonna fuck him over for forty thousand. Like, they're gonna try and consolidate these shares, but. When he's sitting there looking at that check with the forty thousand, he's not ha- like, yeah. He's like, what was the point of like? There's no point in this. There's yeah. nothing. Yeah, it's like Suicide Squad. It really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> A much better film, really. Yeah, David Ayer take Honestly, notes. Comparable. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, William Friedkin take notes. Uh, oh yeah, you're right. Because he's dead. Suicide Squad. Take notes in hell, or heaven. Suicide Squad. Wherever he may be. This is not related at all. This probably won't be in the podcast, but different parts of the world, people say things differently. Best Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy? Best Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy. Best Buy. There's so many places in the world, especially like the Northeast. They say Best Buy. Best Best Buy. Best Buy? Best Buy. I've never heard that. They put emphasis on the buy. Why? I don't know. Why? Sorcerer. Sorcerer. <laughs> why? <laughs> like, why would you do that? All you northerners speak up. Yeah, it's best buy, best buy. Because I bought something, bought buy. Mm-hmm. But did they say it was the best? Did they say the hello goodbye? Well, I don't think it's it's necessarily that. I think it's because it's this title, best buy. They think the qualifier is less important than the noun. Oh. Whereas in Texas, qualifier. Is more important than the noun in a way. It's like is that true? I mean, that's how I, that's my explanation for okay. it. Okay, because you can buy anything anywhere. You could go anywhere and you could buy something. Yeah, but it might not be the best. Yeah, so we say best buy. Okay. It's best buy. It's not best buy. Okay, I hate when people say that. I'm a, I'll trust you on that. I'll trust you on that because I've never heard that. People from like fucking Pennsylvania and shit. They say best buy. Oh, you live in Pennsylvania, so I yeah. believe you. Yeah. You'll notice some Not weird that I thought you'd making that up. But I, I bet you <laughs> they'd say, and I haven't noticed, but they'd probably say like Burger King <laughs> rather than Burger King. You know? Um hey, call our number. We have a we have a Bluetooth. Now we have a line where yeah. we can take phone calls. We do, yeah, we can actually take phone calls on the phone. So if you guys want if you Pennsylvanians, <coughs> yeah, Pennsylvania on. brats, yeah. want to call in. Anybody who says Best Buy, actually don't call in. I don't want to <laughs> know why. I don't value your He doesn't want to fucking talk to you. I don't want to talk to you. You know what? Maybe you should uh, kill yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying that all trip. Because mm-hmm. I was like, I was like, like <gasps> everyone was like, I was like, oh, I don't know these people. I was like, Every time I see a bride in the street, I'm shooting them in the face. Because like, it's not your day. It's my friend's day. <laughs> <They're> like, <gasps> we saw 17 brides. 17 brides? I said, everybody kill yourself. In Fredericksburg? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's okay. Let's talk about that. You had a busy weekend. I did have a busy weekend. You had a beautiful weekend. I did. I'm celebrating your beautiful, gorgeous my beautiful friend. friend, gorgeous baby mama, Madeline. who's getting married um, in April, two days after my birthday. Congratulations, this bitch. She's still in your thunder. I know. It's your 40th. I'm turn. Okay, we're done. Turn the it up. Big four zero. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm turning 28. She's getting married. Oh shit. Oh, um, you know all the. 
I was on poor things in life. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I didn't watch a lot of movies this weekend. Why would you? You were wine tasting. Wine tasting, hot tubbing. Love no. tasting. No, 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 no. I don't think. <laughs> oh, Madeline. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I was tasting what it felt like to have a love. You were basking in the love that radiates off of a, a bride-to-be. Yeah. 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 I I am so excited for my close friends to get married like, and to be there for them and be like, oh, my God. I love you. Ah, it's, it's, it's fun. It's fun. I'm so happy for you. I've been to, um, I think, seven weddings since. Damn. Um, so all my friends are married. Yeah. And the last one I was in, he was like, you're, you're next. You're the last one. I Does said, it ever well. feel like a betrayal? I'm reading a book right now, and they're talking about the period of time in their mid to late 20s mm-hmm. when their friends shift from feeling really close and like yeah. looking down on all the normalcy. Like, look at those mainstream. We're not going to have kids. We're going to do that. And then suddenly they all have kids and yeah that's kind of me and you right now like what the fuck that's not i'm not married (laughs) you're not you're not married but you i mean you do date somebody and i'm not dating anybody right now yeah and we do do we do live very different lives we do um well i get up at 5 a.m these days and i go to bed at 5 a.m sometimes yeah so like i don't go out anymore you don't and you went out last week and i wasn't there or this last weekend yeah but that was a separate thing you weren't in town a b (laughs) uh, i don't want to go about I don't want to. That's go fair. Out You're forced to. Yeah, Katie had a Galentine's, yeah. and uh, I'm only a gal when it's convenient. <laughs> when it's like, all right, uh, time for the gals to set up for the party. Yeah. And make food and bring stuff. Then I'm a gal. I'm not. Like during the weekend, they were taking out all the decorations. I said, "I'm yeah. such a feminist. I'm letting you do everything." Yeah. And I sat down on the couch. That's awesome. And I was like, "It's a." <laughs> That's awesome. Because they were they were like, they were, like they were popping balloons. With like, because they didn't want to make a noise. I had like, right. they were like cutting it with like scissors and like right. doing it. And I was like, they're like, y'all are doing such a good job. Yeah. Keep doing it. That's I'm gonna make. I'm gonna be awful at this. I know yeah. I'm just gonna pop it with yeah. a knife. I'm just. I'm, I'm, I'm a guy. I'm gonna do that. Yeah. And they're little girls with sensitive ears. Yeah. So I sat down. I had a nice beer. Yeah. It was actually a white claw. Yeah. And I put on Bob's Burgers because Madeline had it on, and I was yeah. just, I was like, you know what? Women rock. They're so cool. Sometimes. Most of the time, all the time, <laughs> all the time. I love women because I am one of the gals. Uh, but whenever it comes to Valentine's Day, suddenly I have You're to not. evacuate. I have to get kicked out of your house for I'm 44 hours. No, for real. I went to work early. <laughs> I got up at five, started cleaning, got started getting ready. We'd already cleaned the night before. Yeah. Set up because then I was a gal. You know, I was one of the gals. Yeah. Set up and uh, clean up. I'm a gal when someone needs to dump, when I'm a shoulder to cry on. Then the second, the second that it's time to start doing crafts and drinks and and talk about our deepest fears and what stuff. if guys want to do that? What if guys want to have a yeah. do some crafts, yeah. drink a beer and talk? Yeah. What if I, I was talking to Katie about this because she was talking about how they kind of talked about relationship stuff and how they all hate me now because I'm a gaslighter and a piece of shit. Yeah, and I was like, well, you know, guys <laughs> should also start talking about like to each other. Like we should have guy times. Like like. Like bro, yeah. Oh val- yeah, Valen Brolentine's Valentinos, Day. You know, I don't know. Or Valent <coughs> Bro Day. Yeah, call it the Cupid hangout sesh. But then I was yeah. like, well, but that's what happened to the Greeks. They had forums. They mm. had forums, mm-hmm. and they all got together, and they were like, let's talk about like life and shit. Yeah. And they all started fucking and, and getting gay. We should bring that back. I think we should bring <laughs> forums. I think we should bring forums back. I think hundred percent. I agree with that. We yeah. really. <laughs> <laughs> so. I was like, I don't know. Uh, no, but yeah, so I, I ended up going to a bar. It was chill. Um, chill. She came and joined me after it's the party kind of wound down. It was fun. 
yeah, otherwise, it was otherwise, you, otherwise it would have been a blast. <laughs> no, it was chill because I was fucking exhausted. I yeah. wanted to go home. But you did watch a movie that day too. I did to kill time as well for the party. Yeah. I watched Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. I have not seen a lot of Wuxia. I've not seen a lot of, you know, martial arts movies that, that use weaponry. Mostly just fist to fist stuff, hand to hand stuff, fist to face stuff, fist to fist to foot stuff, foot to fist face to mouth. Stuff. Yeah. Ass to mouth. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> 100%. Uh, so, yeah, I've seen it all. But, I, you know, I, I hadn't really seen any of the wuxia stuff with, like, the floaty, you know, yeah. wire work and stuff. So that's very – I know you don't like Marvel and you mm-hmm. don't like time. That's very what Shang-Chi is Yeah, they do like a lot that. of that stuff. Yeah. Right? I've heard it, it takes wuxia elements. Yeah, it does. Um, except it's more impactful, I've heard, rather than the – this is one of the floatier sides of things. I've heard yeah. that the – um. Fuck. Um, mm-hmm. Who directed Chongqing Express? Wong Kar Wai. Wong Kar Wai. I've heard that the Wong Kar Wai Wuxia movie that he did. Um, the Grandmaster? I don't think that that one's Wuxia. It oh. might be, uh, oh. but that's based on Ip Man, so I yeah. assume it's a little more kinetic, but I think he did, um, uh, it's called like Ashes in Time or something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard that that's a very floaty, graceful movie. Okay. What happens is at fir- it takes a second to get used to because you're like, they're just like floating around. You're like, A, how did they do that? Mm-hmm. It's amazing. B, holy shit, it's sublime. It, it really is. It's like, it, it's so, it's such a spectacle and it forces you to suspend your disbelief. You're like, yes, these people are so good at martial arts. They can just fly. It's it's a kind of awesome. I do. I, I've seen I've seen the clip with Michelle Yeoh and um, chasing her. What was it Zhang Ji is her name? I think or Zhang. Uh, I think you're right. Yeah, yeah. Something like that. But I've seen that clip a hundred of times. It's great. And, and Michelle Yeoh is a badass in it, and she is a badass. Let, let, let me look up her name. I think you're right. I think it's Zhang. Speaking of the big screen, I really would have liked to see Sorcerer on the big screen. Yeah, Zhang Ji. Zhang Xi. And she's great. And Chang Chen's in it. Chang Chen's also love in Chang Dune. Chen. And he was, I loved his role. This, okay, I didn't know it was Ang Lee. I, I didn't. I had said I felt like, I felt like I knew that, but I'd kind of forgotten. And Ang Lee has done such a wide variety of films, mm-hmm. all visually striking. That's what ties them together. But I, I just had kind of separated him into multiple people in my head, like multiple directors of Ang Lee. Like, you know, I'm a, I'm a defender of the Hulk movie. I think it's good. I think it's cool and stupid and goofy. We talked about this before. So, we talked about yeah. this Hulk love. I, th- uh, I love Brokeback Mountain. Me too. Um, everything he does is great. Life of Pi Life he of did. Good. He did something else too that was very... That too. That's kind of... I really want to see Lust and Caution that he did. Yes. That's I what really I want to see. see that. Yes. Um, I'm a Chow Yun Fat fan. One of the first movies I remember <laughs> watching from Blockbuster was Bulletproof Monk. Is Bulletproof Monk a good movie? No. One of the first uh, movies that I saw that was an international film, mm-hmm. The Killer, surprisingly. Oh, uh, okay, okay. It's great in that. Hard-boiled, whenever I started getting really into John Woo. Um, and obviously, John Woo, Tai Yun Fat, they go together. Yeah. Like, you know. We go together like... <laughs> remember when you and Kay see that? You guys yeah, that came fun. to see that? That was fun. I remember that. I um. So, yeah, I... I really enjoyed it. It's it's so well done. It's very practical. It's a lot sadder than I was expecting. It's a, it's long, right? It's like two, two and a half hours. It's way longer than I was expecting. I think it's 
might just been straight up two hours. Okay. It started at like six thirty, ended at like eight thirty nine ish. So let's see. Yeah, really gorgeous movie, very romantic and, and sweeping in that way. Like it really gets you off your feet. And I would say Ang Lee's great at romance. Yeah, great. At and romance. it felt like the the action was second to that. Yeah, it's exactly two hours, an hour twenty. Yeah, I'm sorry, a minute twenty. I'm sorry, a hour twenty. Minutes. I did that earlier yeah, today. You the house. Did. <laughs> you keep doing that. You're not a numbers guy. We all know this. Yeah, I'm not a numbers we guy. We all know. Either. You're a words guy. Yeah, oh, I've also either. seen from Ang Lee, The Ice Storm. Hmm. With Kevin Klein, Joan Allen, Sigourney Weaver, Christina Ricci, Tobey Maguire, Elijah Wood. What a, f- what a fucking cast. What? <laughs> it's crazy. Have you seen that? No. Check I've it out. I've never even heard of it. It's, um, it's about like it's got two families have to deal with stuff after an ice storm hits in the 70s. Like cheating, infidelity, like first love. It's great. It's in the Criterion. I've seen it a while ago, actually. And when did I watch this for the first time? Let's see. I saw this in 2022. Two years ago. That's crazy. That's crazy. 2022 was yesterday. (laughs) It's got a sick-ass poster, too. Uh, Angley also famously did a movie that I haven't seen, Gemini Man. (laughs) Oh, you're right. He did do Gemini Man. so fucking bad. And I've heard... Pretty bad thing. Some people defend it. Some I also it. heard that Eat, Drink, Man, Woman was good. Hmm. And I oh, Eat, Drink, Man, Woman. Yeah, I do want to watch that. Sounds cool. Um, Engley, called call us. Yeah, I would love to talk to you. That's one of the two movies that I watch. I watch longer movies, not as many. Uh, I also watched The Hobbit: An Unexpected Journey, and I, you know, he's he's about to dig into this. Go I, ahead. Yeah, I'll keep it pretty brief. I hadn't seen this since it came out in theaters. Love came out what, 2014? Yeah. No, way earlier. I think, really? I think 2010 or 11. No the way. first one. Yeah. Feels like just yesterday. No. But I had all the Lego sets. Very Aww. nostalgic. I didn't love the movie. I loved the Lord of the Rings movies. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, there were parts that I liked. And I was surprised to see that that opinion didn't really change. I thought that I would kind of appreciate <laughs> Peter Jackson's tourism more as I've gotten older. Okay. And maybe I could reevaluate it. I thought I would be a, a heavy defender of The Hobbit, and I sort of am to a degree. The thing about The Hobbit as a text is it's the first book that he published, but mm-hmm. it's not the first story he wrote. He had this whole canon that existed uh, across spanning the ages, and when he was writing The Hobbit, just to publish it, just on a whim. It was for children, and he'd written it already for his children, and it was a story that he told, and a friend encouraged him to publish it, and then after that followed The Lord of the Rings, and then after that followed, you know, all this stuff. And he sort of wrote himself into a corner because what he did is he borrowed a bunch of elements from different ages and put them, kind of crammed them all into The Hobbit. Mm-hmm didn't really work with the broader canon and so the text has a lot of things that don't necessarily make sense if you read it all back to back to back to back especially with the Silmarillion especially with the histories of Middle Earth things like that and he sort of wrote around it so it works but that was never his primary concern Mm -hmm. he he wrote philologically which means he thought about the sentence structure and things like that okay Uh, the logic of the sentence which is very interesting um so if you are going to fuck around with any of the text and change the material, this is the one to do it. And it's a little bit shocking 
because Peter Jackson was so faithful with the first three movies, he removed some stuff, but he didn't add stuff mm-hmm. in necessarily. Uh, anything that he added was like witty dialogue or little things like that, you know? Yeah. Um, he took very few liberties with the material. Whereas uh, with The Hobbit, you have the shortest of the entire, like it's the shortest story as a whole. And yet he he made three three-hour movies as long as the original. <laughs> and, and you're like, why? And the obvious answer is money, content, time. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the stuff he added is fucking awesome. That's the thing that people never talk about. They're like, oh, he added so much stuff, and that's a problem because whatever, it's a monolith and blah, blah, blah. But it kind of rocks. And if you're going to fuck with one of them, fuck with The Hobbit. Mm-hmm. Why not? It's kind of malleable as a text. And I don't dislike what they added. The thing is, I kind of do. <laughs> they could have added all this stuff, and it still could have been one three-hour movie because a lot of it just feels fat and fluffy around the edges. They really could have trimmed a lot of that off and had a leaner, more tightly paced product. His pacing is really messy here, which is Peter Jackson's downfall so often. I mean, the King Kong movie. I love that movie. Terribly paced. That's like a four-hour movie. It is a four-hour movie, and it's terribly paced. It's it's all over the place. There's parts that should have been quick little sequences that Mm -hmm. are drawn out. There's parts that they fly by that are, you know, and this is true here too. Um, it moves too fast and yet also feels way too long. Okay. I don't love that. They also use a lot more computer-generated VFX than the previous ones. Not too bad, although famously Ian McKellen broke down on set while sitting in a green room by himself pretending to talk to dwarves and hobbits. Mm-hmm. Whereas in the first one, they changed the carpentry and they used tricks of magic, like like magical tricks of, of light and space to create the visual effect that he was large and, and imposing next to this hobbit, right? They didn't do that again, and it's sad. <laughs> yeah. It does suck. Um, but it's not enough, in my opinion, to bring down the whole movie. Now, the first one of these is, if I remember correctly, the best. I don't remember anything about the second. I remember the third has some really cool parts, but is one of the like messiest movies ever made. I've heard that. I'm excited to jump into them. Katie enjoyed parts of it. Um, she didn't like some of the changes they made from the text, uh, just to add in a little bit of the action that wasn't there. That's the only one she's read. She's only read The Hobbit. Okay. So she was like, what the, why would they change that? That doesn't make any sense. Um, but overall, really fun product, really cool. Thorin Oakenshield. It's his movie, man. It's his movie. He's the king of the mountain. Oh, future king of the mountain. Portrays future. Arguably. It's uh, Richard Armitage. Oh, I love him. And he is so fucking cool. They call him Thorin Oakenshield because he was fighting a giant orc. And he's a dwarf, so he's a small guy. This isn't just a a giant compared to a dwarf. This is a giant. It's David and Goliath, right? And this guy beheads his grandpa. His father is so horrified that he runs away in fear, only to be hunted down years later. Thorin faces him alone, all his army retreating. And he, his shield is shattered. His, you know, he's getting beat up. He's getting hit and stuff. He grabs a, an oaken branch and uses it as a shield and, and, and just takes hit after hit and then cuts off Azog the Defiler's arm. 
pah, cuts it off and retreats and it gives them the oomph to win the day. They can't actually fully take back Moria because there's other hordes of, he assumes that Azog dies, he doesn't. Azog wants to hunt down the rest of Durin's bloodline, et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. You get those cool moments and then you get a moment where he goes, <laughs> there's a tree that's falling off a cliff and it's on fire and there's a pack of wargs everywhere and there's a hundred of them and Azog sitting there like, matter of time till you die like you're fucked and thorin gets up and walks across this like this tree that's hanging off a cliff and is on fire and he's holding his oaken shield and, and, and he it comes in with this epic choir chanting it's so fucking cool you can't not get chills it's the most heroic frame of all of peter jackson's body of work it is the most directly heroically made it's so cool. And none of that was in the book. I don't have a problem with that being added <laughs> because it's one of the highlights for me for the entire series. Yeah. All, all, all six movies. Amazing. That's crazy. Yeah. Now I have to slog through the other two movies because, yeah. yeah. Must have finished them. <sighs> I have seen zero of the six movies. Mm-hmm. It's actually crazy. I really do think you would like, um, I think you'd be a fellowship head. Yeah, you'd probably be a Return of the King head. Everyone is. I'm sick of this. You can't not love Return of the King. Return of the King. That's the first one, right? No, that's the third one. So it goes Fellowship of the Ring. That's the first. Uh, Fellowship of the Ring. Then you have Two Towers. Then you have Return of the King. The Hobbit movies are prequels. Okay. They take place before. So I should watch the Hobbit movie first. No. (laughs) No, because a prequel you should watch after. And a part of that is because of the way that they frame it in... When you read The Hobbit, it starts off with Bilbo and it's blah, 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 right? Okay. When you're reading or when you're watching The Hobbit movies, Frodo makes an appearance. It kind of ties back to it, it's from it takes place right before the start of the Lord of the Rings movies, but it's with characters that they show you right away. Okay. And that's just to set up that he's telling the story that happened. Uh-huh. Like he's writing it down, you know, <coughs> which is cool. Mm-hmm. It's done. It's done well. It's 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 fun stuff. It's cool stuff. Now, if you didn't just watch them all, I say we should do a Lord of the Rings. Oh yeah, I would do it again. What's it called? Journey. Watch along. Yeah. The we thing need is, to finish everything else. I would not recommend the Hobbit movies to anyone unless they really like dwarves and they really like the Lord of the Rings. If you if you like either of those things, if it's your special interest like it is mine, heck yeah, you're gonna love it. You're gonna you're gonna really like it. Okay. It just adds more of that world, and if if that's the fix that you need. Put it on. Do it. Do it. Let's go. Yeah. If that's not, if you're like, eh, indifferent, that was cool, but not my favorite thing, skip it. Totally. Yeah. Okay. Good to know. Yeah. Okay. I'll probably save it for another time. Maybe yeah. theaters. I feel like I had watched my theaties. It's Katie and I's current watch through. I've noticed. Hobbit. I've so, because she loved The Lord of the Rings. So now we're going to The Hobbit. Yeah. We're going through The Hobbits. So, two more films left. Yeah. And then. We might watch The Rings of Power. I watched the first oh, episode the show, of that. Right. I thought it was pretty okay. Um, it's not great. I've heard it wasn't good. It's not that it's not good. It's that it's not... They do... Okay. The Silmarillion spans it, it, pretty much the whole of the second age and a big part of the first... It, it's, it's the histories of Middle-earth, right? Mm-hmm. It's, it's, it spans all this time. Thousands of years. Hundreds of years, Right. And the Rings of Power takes that and goes, what if that was 20 years? 
<laughs> it doesn't make any sense. And they do that so that you can have this stupid payoff that one character is another character and it's kind of a twist and it doesn't fucking matter. It's stupid. Got it. But again, if you like seeing, if you like this world, you like this presentation, watch it. It's, it's called fun. Middle Earth, right? The Middle Earth world? Um, Middle Earth is a piece of a continent in this world. Oh, okay, yeah. uh, I don't remember the name. I know Valinor, Middle Earth, the Dark Lands. I don't remember the name of the actual continent as a whole. Uh, yeah, very cool stuff. Okay. Yeah. I'll have to check out. I'm really behind. Yeah. Yeah. Martin Freeman's great. <laughs> in it. Everyone's great in it. That's okay. important. Yeah. Well, thank you for gracing the Lord of the Rings section segment. That's all I've watched. Those are all my movies this week. I haven't watched a ton because I was busy. Yeah. Clearly. You probably watch more than me, though. Um, I, I, I watch like four. You always do. Yeah. You always watch more than me. I did watch four. Yeah, I watched shit. this movie called Congress Confessions of a Congressman. Oh. It's a Spanish film. What? Um, Spain doesn't have Congress people. Apparently they do. Uh, he's married, and he starts, he starts having affairs with underage prostitute boys. Oh, what the And hell? then falls in love with one. But he, he's sent there to spy on him to out that he's actually gay to the whole world. Because that's the problem. Because the gay, 70s, yeah. He's yeah, no, he's underage. A, yeah. So they <laughs> fall in love. Jesus. They have a threesome with the wife. Whoa. And then the kid gets shot. Damn. Did you like it? Yeah. That's really good. It was yeah. really good. Four stars. Four stars. And then I watched X2. I had to continue doing it. I watched that movie. I was, I was like, I'm going to watch this and do laundry. Did yeah. it. Sat there the whole time oh and yeah. watched that movie. That's it's the, the best, best one. one. It's the best one. It's hands the down. best one. I forgot how many cool set pieces are X2 there. X two is amazing. And I was like, oh my god, the, the airplane scene where they're going down. Mm -hmm. They have the mansion raid. Mm -hmm. They have the White House raid. Oh, yeah. They have the Alkali Lake raid. Yeah. Death Strike versus Wolverine. Yeah. Oh my god, so good. So cool. Love that movie <laughs> so much. I was like, you know what? I think I've seen that one the least, and I think I need to rewatch it. You should. I I've seen the first one a bunch of times. Yeah, the first one I always watched. And I saw it X three enough. <laughs> once. <laughs> once. Yeah, I saw it enough. I saw it in theaters. I did too. Happy. I did too. And then great movie. I love the X Men. Mm -hmm. I can't wait for X Men more. Mm -hmm. More X Men. I don't want to say X Men more. X Men more. Uh, and then I watched continuing my Criterion challenge. I watched Carnival of Souls. Carnival of Souls. Nineteen sixty. No. Yes, 1962. Is that, is that the one I think it is? The Carnival of Lost Souls? Carnival of Souls. Carnival uh, of Souls. No, that's not the one I thought it was. No. It's a it's kind of weird. It's kind of like mm -hmm. a it's a trippy, it's a trippy horror film. It's like mm. a it's an hour and 18 minutes. Is so it pre-Haze Code? It looks like it's pre-Haze Code. No, I think it's post-Haze Code. Really? I think so. What, what year did you say? 62. Oh, then yeah, definitely during yeah. Haze Code. That's crazy. Um the poster looks a lot older than 62. Yeah, it does. I love this poster, though. It's really cool. It's very cool. But it's about this girl who's in a car accident, so she leaves town because everyone died in it but her. Mm -hmm. So she leaves to move to Utah, Salt Lake City, mm. and she's haunted Mormons. by this guy with a pale face, and there's, like, a carnival. It's, it's, re it's really interesting. It's really interesting. Um, cool. Yeah, it's, it's really short. It's an is hour it, Is that not... Is it, like, uh, related to Carnival of Lost Souls? I don't know. Because that sounds like the plot of... Is it, it, could be, is it a remake? Maybe it is. What am I thinking of? Not Carnival of Lost Souls. 
Carnival of Souls. That's like Winter World. I don't know. It's on Criterion. So I think it's this one. Black and white movies. Wait, is it this poster you're thinking of? This one? Like this one right here? Yes. Yeah, it's the same movie. Same movie? Okay. Yeah, different okay, poster. That's a different poster. That's the Criterion poster. I thought it was called The Carnival of Lost Souls. I'm dumb. Um, okay, yeah. So yeah. we were talking about the same movie. Same movie, yeah. It's been in my queue forever. It's good. It's super short. It's good. Super short. Um, the ending is crazy. Mormons. Mormons. <laughs> <laughs> I'm scared. I'm scared of Mormons. They can, when you, you should stop saying that word right now. Sorry. You'll summon them. <laughs> you say it three times in the microphone, they come. <laughs> yeah. Mormons, Mormons, Mormons. And they came <laughs> all over the place. It was disgusting. <laughs> Ew. They soaked. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they did. yeah, they did. That's disgusting. There's just videos like on X where they go to like BYU and yeah. they're like, they're like, would you rather stop racism or uh, shoot a puppy? They're like, oh, yeah. puppy. It's going to have to be the puppy. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, would you rather drink, would you rather, would you rather drink once? Yeah. Or your brother dies. Mm. Bro, sorry. Yeah, sorry. It's crazy. <laughs> yeah. Would you rather have a gay friend? Mm. Would you rather kill everybody in the world? They're like, everybody in sorry the world, world dies. Except me. That's crazy. Yeah, they're fucking they're probably all gay anyways. But if you're a Mormon, no offense. No, genuinely full offense. I've met <laughs> a few Mormons in my time. And there was a I lot of Mormons in my high school. Yeah, I went to school with a Mormon too. And... Uh, she was uh, not a good person. She was like a bad person. My Mormon went on his mission, came back. Mm -hmm. He was in Argentina, came back a Republican. You well, I mean, you, I think you already are technically if you're a Mormon. Yeah, you kind of have. <laughs> it, it's like, literally the mo like the most like actively racist religion. Yeah, it's like, hey, by the way, anybody who's not a white American is like Satan. Specifically, if you're black. Also, uh, Jesus like has his own planet. I don't know. Heaven's like a planet that you go to. It's it's fucking stupid. It's crazy. Like it's fucking stupid. Anyways, <laughs> uh, and that's I, I'm I'm not scared to be prejudiced against Mormons because frankly, they deserve it. Some whack shit. You should watch Under the Banner of Heaven. Amazing Need to series. See. Amazing Need to watch series. Andrew Garfield. He does great. Kiss me. Yeah, it's a little drawn out. It's a little bit paced, interesting, but it's it's great. It's got Wyatt Russell. Love Wyatt Russell. Um, it's got it's got uh one of the Culkins. It's um, I think it's I think it's Rory Colton, mm -hmm. but he's unrecognizable. Really? Yeah, and it's got Joel motherfucking Edgerton. Love him. I love him. He he is low key one of my favorite working actors. Yeah, Warrior. Uh, I've heard The Strangers amazing that he's in. Master Gardener. I still need to see. need to see that. The Gift. The Gift. We always talk about the Gift. The Gift maybe arguably is the movie that that woke me up. I would say film. same. I would say same. Yeah. I saw it in theaters randomly. It was like my first serious movie. Literally. And I went with a friend. It was in theaters. Yeah. And we were like, we wanted to see something else. And we were like, ah, nothing's on. Like That that exact story happened this. to me. We went to the movies. We ki we missed yeah. our one showing. We said, oh, yeah. watch this. Exactly. We both, it, we, we both left. So we were like, that like, plot was at the end. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> the monkey mask. I was like, what is we going on? We could not <laughs> stop talking about that movie. It changed my life. And and after that, I started getting really into movies. And I was like, I'm on my art films shit. And they're all like <laughs> weird, you know? I watched Old Boy after that because I was like, oh, it's another good thriller. And then from That's Old crazy. Boy into yeah. all these other, like. I think I watched that and then Garngo came out like right after, mm -hmm. I think. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, I'm yeah. such a thriller boy. Yeah. <laughs> 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 okay, thriller boy. Okay, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, that's all I watched this week. I was pretty yeah. busy. Oh, yeah. Um, I need to rewatch The Gift. We, I own it. But I have two other Joel Edgerton movies to watch right now. Master uh, Gardener. Master Gardener and The Stranger. The Stranger has been recommended to me. What twice is that now. one? I know that one. Uh, it premiered in Cannes. It's not been marketed at all. It's a Netflix original. They just have it. And oh, they, okay. they don't advertise it. They don't show it to anybody. It's got Sean Harris in it. He's apparently a sounding. This is terrifying because it's both. Yeah, it's both. Isn't that interesting? They look they look exactly alike. Which I think oh, is a sort of a spoiler. That poster ruined everything. For that poster. I, because I don't know anything about the movie. I'll let I'll catch up because I'm gonna watch it soon. Okay. Uh but my prediction is that he's talking to like himself from the future. Like he's mm. Sean Harris the whole time and he's talking to himself from the past. Okay. Interesting. Or vice versa. I I'm not gonna look at no, I don't want reviews, no reviews. I wanna look at genres. But I think he like thinks it's his father, but it it's is. actually him or something. Thriller, crime, drama. Okay. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I heard it was, I heard, I've heard good things. It's got like it kind out. of middling reviews, but if you click on any of them and read them, they're all like, this was great. And mm-hmm. I'm like, why'd you hmm. give it three stars then? Like, I, well, everyone's not like Grayson gives out four and fives. I love giving out a five. You do. If I, if I don't have a problem with something, I'll give it a five. If I have a minor problem with something, four and a half. Yeah. <laughs> if I have a big problem with something, to three. but it doesn't ruin the movie, three and a half to four range. If I hated it, one star. You'll rarely see me give out like a two and a half. I think about it as percentages. That's fair. You know, so if I'm like, oh, I would have given that a 50%. That's three stars. That's two and a half stars. Oh. Out of five. So, and then three is like 60. Okay. Okay. To 65-ish. That makes sense. And then three and a half is approaching like 70, 75, four, you know. So on and so forth. Got it. Four is getting towards the 80s, 85 range. Five is 100. Okay. Okay. I get it. So that's why I have so many five stars. Fives is because I also like, I think about it like this. Like if a kid turned in an essay and it was like pretty damn good, but it had some things that I didn't love about it because it's, it's a work in progress. I'm not going to give him a, a 30. I'm not going to be like, this was, you know, whatever. That's how I feel about movies. I'm like, this is so many people working on something with vision. It's beautiful and being objective about it. I don't think that like it's a worth like a 30% or something else. It's fair. really fucking bad. That's fair. Like Quantumania. Quantumania. It always goes back to Quantumania. That's kind of my. It really does. I think that's the only movie benchmark. you get ever get like a one as half a star. I've gotten a few. The Last Airbender. Oh, yeah. It's one that's seen that. There. I saw it in theaters. Uh, I have quite a few twos. You don't have that much though. Let's see. Let's see. No, relative to how many fives. You have four half stars. Mm-hmm. I'm very selective about what I watch. I wonder too. what they are. Let's see. Like I don't, I don't throw on movies I think I'm not gonna like. Read it in range. I just won't watch it. You know? One star, one star to half a star. Let's see what your ranges are. Okay. Morbius, half a star. Morbius, half. Star. Dawn of Justice, half a star. Dawn of Justice is Batman versus Superman. Yes. Yes, that yeah. is one of the worst movies ever made. Ant Man, Quantumania, half a star. Jurassic World Dominion, one star. Yeah. Twilight Saga, one and a half. Breaking Breaking Dawn Part One, one. Mm. Resident Evil Apocalypse, one star. I agree. Yeah. This kid sucked. Yeah, Apocalypse did suck. It was fun, though. It was fun. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Awful movie, though. Yeah, terrible. Mac and Demigod High School, one star. There are all the Resident Evil's are on Netflix now. 
They are. Yeah. We should finish those. We should. Fin- we only have three left. Three left. It's like an hour and a half. They're so easy to do. All together, we could watch them all together. We really could. could. Just get insane. out of the way. Yeah. Um, trailers. Did you see any cool twisters? Uh, I saw I'm twister excited trailer. for twisters. It looks good. I really like Lee Isaac Powell's Chung. Character yeah. In that. He looks very interesting. Yeah. He's so charismatic. They have a great cast. They really do. Brandon Perea. I didn't him. recognize. Him I didn't either. First. I was like, what the hell? Who's the other guy that's in um, there? Anthony Ramos. Anthony Ramos. That's what it is. But he's so low build mm-hmm. and he's only in that beginning part i think he dies right away is he edgar jones is edgar jones leading the cast yeah on there's a ton of extras that want to that's why we're sexist yeah so you know yeah she's literally the star of the film she's the lead and we mentioned her last she's british though so it doesn't matter she is british she's irish isn't she i don't know so it's okay she's she's actually she irish yeah really if anything i should show her more love because i love the irish that's true you do speaking of this is now a rugby podcast, okay? Okay. Ireland versus Italy, 36 to 0 shutout. Crazy. That's crazy. That's rugby players? Of. Ireland is going to no team. This is this is a fact. No team has ever in the history of rugby. This is a long history. We're talking hundreds of years. No team has ever had uh two back-to-back grand slams. A grand slam is if you win mm. all six like six in a row game like all of the series that yeah, yeah, yeah it's like if the big 10 won all 10 games right so no team has ever done that twice in a row mm-hmm. there's been grand slams but no one's ever like you know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. there's a very good chance ireland could do it they've Fingers done two, crossed they've done two out of six they're getting and there. their team looks unbelievable and they're using this is the thing they're using their their second stringers opening the game they're just starting with it because they're confident and they they're still destroying because they're just so physical they're there to play the fucking game that's how it should be yeah they're they're and and i mean they went against italy and italy has kind of smaller players in general and they there was this play where this guy gets the ball and he runs and he genuinely tries this is one of the stupidest things i've ever seen in my life there's a player called porter porter is like a porterhouse steak he's a fucking piece of meat man (laughs) and and he's like (laughs) running and he puts his shoulder down and locks in like he's gonna push through you're not gonna push through buddy you're like he's probably like six foot but he looks like he's five two on that Mm -hmm. field because these guys are huge 300 pounds you know porter literally just holds on to him he doesn't even take a step back he just catches him that's crazy it's (laughs) over This is, this is one of the world's greatest athletes running full speed ahead, all momentum, hitting a brick wall. <laughs> it was <That's> crazy. So <laughs> what in, and one thing about rugby, too, is I don't have the patience for football or anything like that uh, that just drags on. Rugby matches are all action, two hours over. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. They're great. And the rules make sense. It's built on sportsmanship. Everyone's favorite. Culture. Beautiful. Everyone should watch. Everyone should watch rugby. And here's a hack: five bucks, Peacock. You can watch it. Peacock oh, really? Pe- is kind of. I canceled my Disney Plus. I never use it. True. And I got Peacock. I traded it out. I saved money. It's half the price, and it has ads on some stuff. It's fine. Mm. Um, and I get all the live sports I could ever want. All of them. I'm about to get it for the World Cup. Yeah. When that comes out. Yeah. The Rugby World Cup. And the that one that's awesome going to be here in, in Dallas. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Semifinals. Didn't they start building that stadium back in, like, 
six years ago? No. Just in preparation for this? I don't think so. Was that for something else? Mm. They didn't have the like one the they, built the, they built the one in Austin. But mm. I don't think they're playing the one in Austin. I remember one time a few years ago, like probably three, four years ago, I was in Dallas and people were like, Yeah, the World Cup's gonna come. Or it was it was like the World Cup or the Olympics or something, like they're zoning all of this out for that stadium. And they're gonna start working on it now. Which if you were in a country like Saudi Arabia, they would just start a couple months out and use slaves to do it. Yeah. Which is why boyc- if you're ever in tournaments or anything like that, boycott Saudi Arabia. True. True. <sighs> well, we talked about a lot today. Yeah. We've been all over the place. Oh, wait. Did you see King of Planet of the, uh, the Apes trailer? I haven't watched it yet. I kind of don't want to. I'm going to strangle you. I feel like I've seen a lot from the first trailer. It's kind of the same. And <clears throat> and I don't want, I kind of want to go in a little bit, you know. Oh, blind. It comes out in March. Very soon. I think you're not going to be in town when it comes out. 21st through 26th? I think it's out the 21st. 24th. Bastard. Bastard. It's well, we won't see it opening night, but we'll see it. You know? I'll wait. Yeah, I'm very excited. Me I'm too. Very excited. Me too. Yeah, we need to watch those. Yeah. Well, we we should watch those, too. then the Bonds, then yeah. the Resident Evil. Yeah. And then, then, we're, then, we're, caught then we're caught up. And then we uh, can start. the MonsterVerse. <laughs> oh, yeah. We, we watch Godzilla, though. <laughs> That's what matters. Yeah. Yeah. And then... There's only two more. There's Kong Skull Island, Godzilla versus Kong. That's it. No, there's also oh, Godzilla King of Monsters. King of Monsters. And then that's it. And then that's it. Yeah. And then that's it. But Kong Skull Island is superior. Is that a baby Kong? <laughs> a lot of monkeys this year. Monkeys. Monkeys in cinema. The monkey. Um, okay, well, let's go ahead and spin our wheel yeah. again. Pull out the wheel. Let's pull the wheel. I got again. I got to log in. Pull out the wheel. Did you see Deadpool? Well, I'm, I'm distracted. I saw. A single clip from it. I also saw People that Sean Levi was posting some things. I saw that too. You saw that? I did. Sean Levi, the Zionist. Um, who's surprised though? Me. Who's surprised? I was surprised. Are you really? Yeah. Isn't Levi like a Jewish name? Yeah, but. Oh, that's the wrong. That's the wrong. You know, know. I know a lot of Jewish people who don't support Israel in their genocide and Holocaust. Um, so, you know. Yeah. That's true. I think you're very, yeah. you're very true about that. Yeah. Um, and I think anyone who could write a movie, maybe he didn't write it, but he directed Big Fat Liar. Masterpiece. Masterpiece. His only masterpiece. And very cool, too. You would think he would like get that like you shouldn't do bad things in the world. Not at the museum. Oh, that is a good one, too. And, and, and you should be aware of historical context when you're making a movie about museums. Does he think we just fell out of a coconut tree? You exist within the context of everything that has. <laughs> <laughs> I love that quote. <laughs> I love Kamala. <laughs> okay, here we go. Spin the wheel. What is it? Twenty twenty two sight and sound poll. Oh. Oh, should I spin it again? That's my bad. The same one. <laughs> okay. Sight and sound. Hopefully there's some good ones in here. I don't remember what I picked, to be honest with you. So far we have a different category every time, which is nice. Yeah, it, yeah true. Um, okay, we got some good ones on here. Michael Clayton. Um, that's one of your picks for Grayson picks. <laughs> okay. Oh, here we go. We're going to spin the wheel um, one more time. One more time for the sound lesson on. I found a stupid little bitch. This guy. 
this guy. Crazy. Apocalypse Now. It's crazy. I've never seen that. I've never seen it either. What is up with us? We haven't seen all the like important movies. I know. I'm excited. Marlon Brando. This is what it's for. Does Mar- Martin Sheen? Yeah, Martin Sheen. Martin Sheen, yeah. Marlon Brando. Marlon Brando, Martin Sheen. I served it at Alamo, actually. The, uh, the Redux, mm-hmm. right? I said Redux. Now, there's Nobody so got many anything. versions of this movie. Yeah. We need to ri- watch the right one. Okay. I think theatrical, people are okay with. Okay. Director's cut, people don't like. Got it. Redux, people do like. Okay. And I think there's a superior version to that, though. What is I it? don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out. But it's kind of like Blade Runner, where there's like so many, so many cuts. Um, speaking of Coppola, Megalopolis. Very excited. Can't wait. Watching this a little before Megalopolis. The only Coppola I've really seen is Dracula. Isn't that crazy? I've seen others. Yeah. I've seen Godfather yeah. 1 and 2. I haven't. And Dracula. I haven't. I should have put I that on there. I love The Godfather. I'll put that one of my picks. I love The Godfather. It's blasphemous. I own them remastered. I know you do. We've never seen them. Yeah, because I was supposed to watch them with you. Not just me. <laughs> you and a bunch of people. We had like eight people that were like, oh, we're going to come over and watch it. This it is why we can happened. count nobody but you and me. It's true. This is so true. It's true. Okay. Well, yeah. that was this episode. We talked about rugby. We did. This is a rugby podcast. Dwarves. Dwarf, this is also a dwarf Mormons. Podcast. Mormons. This is not a Mormon podcast. You're not welcome. And if you're listening, monkeys. tune out. Yeah. Yeah, monkeys. Let's fucking go. This is a good episode. This is good. It was good. Sorcerer. Sorcerer. Okay, watch sorcerer. it. Go watch it. Go watch it. Go watch it. Go buy it. Buy it. Support the late, great William Friedkin. Go watch all his movies. Amazing, amazing filmmaker. One of a kind. One of a kind. One of a kind. Um, and underrated. I would say so. Yeah. I think so. People rate never his got movies his flowers. highly, but no one was like, oh, William Friedkin. He's not a household name like the Spielbergs, the Scorseses. He should be. Should be. Should be. Should be. And that's why we're here. Welcome yeah. to the Friedkin podcast. <laughs> Are you ready to get Friedkin <laughs> crazy in here, guys? Well, thanks for listening. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Tune in next week. We're going to talk about uh, Apocalypse. I feel like this is on the, in the same vein as Sorcerer. Same oh, era. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of similar vibes yeah. to fucked up, feudal nature. A good double feature. Things, uh, things going wrong. Actually, we'll see. We have to watch more. Jungle. Yeah. It'll be good. It'll be good. Uh, we're going to have to meet early for that one. It's like three and a half hours. Three hours. Three hours. Something like that. I'll just stay it's over. Long. It's long. It's, <laughs> it's a heck of a movie. I'll just sleep over. You can wake me up whenever you're ready. It's a whole unit. Yeah. It's proper class, isn't it? Right. Right. Right, mate. Right. Absolutely. Proper proper class. Right. All right. (laughs) Tune in. Bye. Bye.